Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. And today we're going to be talking about STEM education in the upper levels in homeschool. And to do that, we have Mr. James of includeeducation.com. Mr. James started his career because he was disappointed with the experience older children had in the traditional education system. So he sought to make a difference. He just knew there had to be a better way than the fun leeching strategies and overbearing style utilized in far too many classrooms. With an engaging presentation style and exciting curriculum, he has successfully inspired thousands of children to actively seek out information and take delight in learning new things. Let's get to know more about Mr. James and includeeducation.com. Let's get into the podcast. Today, we have guest Mr. James, founder, owner, CEO of includeeducation.com. Mr. James has extensive experience teaching STEM curriculum in a variety of settings to homeschool, charter, public school students. He's become exceedingly popular in the community and is known for his passion, which you are all going to hear today, his enthusiasm and dynamic personality. Mr. James' experience includes a dual major in elementary education and special education, But perhaps even more valuable is his extensive experience in sales. Knowing how to communicate and engage with your audience is invaluable. And those years of developing those skills have paid off for his students. Mr. James has built a successful education business in Southern California and is a steadfast advocate for school choice. Mr. James also trains youth and adults, educators, managers, business owners and performers to create a persona they can transform into help them to do the things they may not feel confident in doing themselves bruce wayne has batman we can all have that super persona that we bring out when we need it learning is truly fun and let mr james he's gonna prove it to us today Awesome. Well, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. So happy to be here. Let's start off with our question. What is one thing you want listeners to know about STEM in homeschool education? Ah, well, this is actually something I seen asked in a homeschool group on Facebook actually earlier today regarding one of the homeschool campuses that I teach at. And they were asking about the grade ranges in some of the programs. Uh, Specifically, we have some that we range go from third grade to eighth grade. And I think that was one of the misconceptions or maybe just a kind of a holdover from the idea of the traditional public school system in that, you know, every kid stays with their grade and that's, and that's it. Whereas what we're doing, you know, obviously every program is different, of course, but in these particular programs, we can do grades three through eight because each student's going to get what they're going to get out of it. So we're able to do it there. Uh, older students, if they're able to grasp it better, they're going to pick up more out of it than the younger students, but they're all getting something valuable in uh, what they're learning, but also in working together in those multiple age groups. 
So it actually works. And I think that's a, that's a misconception sometimes that they have to be only with that, that tiny narrow uh, grade range, but really in some programs it can be much wider. And I think that's one of the things that's a, uh, you know, people should know that it's okay to have a wider age range in some of these programs. I love that. And you know, would you say that fosters for like mentorship kind of thing, like where younger, like you said, eighth grade, right? Like they're what, 13 or 12 years old, where they have more of like a mentorship, kind of like a older sister, older brother kinds of role where they would like help them along. Yes, absolutely. Well, you figure homeschooling just in general, you're a lot of times you're doing it with siblings. So, uh, so you have an age range at home as well. Now, as a, as a parent myself, you sometimes will see that where you're like, okay, wow, they, they bicker quite a bit. And so it can be because of the age range difference. But when you're in a learning setting where without, it's not your sibling right there, you kind of get the bickering part of it is, is removed because yeah. it's different. And they do start working together as kind of more of like a, a, a mentor, mentee type of, uh, type of thing. And they help each other out. And many times if we're working as a group or in partners, we'll switch that up every, every class. Uh, many times in the beginning, I'll say, okay, partner with someone you have not partnered up with before. That's so great. it kind of, it kind of makes them like, oh, Hey, okay, well, how about us? You know, and they kind of work it out. You know, I'll, I'll step in and help if needed, but they'll go and work out who they're going to partner up with. And um, I think sometimes the older students get surprised at just how big a contribution the younger students will make. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And that, and that gets them out of that comfort zone too, to like start talking to new people and to be, um, you know, introduced to a different, a different like group. You, you, you mentioned your children. You have, well, how many children do you have? I have five altogether. So oh. <laughs> now I have, I have three boys. They're adults now. Uh, so, uh, so they're, they're older, but I do have, my daughters are both younger. So they are, she, well, just turned seven and nine. So seven oh, and nine. Wow. How They're sweet. my best buds. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Now, when we had uh, talked, um, and your your story is so, um, it's so awesome and unique. Um, you started all this because of your boys, right? Like that's where all this actually began. Can you, um, can you talk about that? Like where this inspiration came to start all of this? Yes. So, well, a lot, a lot stemmed originally just from uh, my, the company I was working for at the time had uh, my position was eliminated. They had sold that division of the company and I wasn't along with it. So <laughs> they, my, I lost my position. So uh, it, at the time and the uh, job economy was not as good. So for the types of positions I was going for with 200 applicants or more applying for one position, they had to whittle it down before they, they're not going to interview that many people. So if you didn't have a degree right off to the side and I did not, so I wasn't even getting an interview. So I was entertaining. Okay. Well, if I'm going to go to school, I'm going to look at a new career. Let's do something. I'm going to feel good about, you know, that I'm good at, and I feel like I'm making a difference. So when I started looking at education and I started thinking about, you know, the experience that uh, my three sons had in school and then myself included in that uh, as a student myself, but then later on as a parent, um, that we, we, I really found the system lacking and, you know, they, I had had no desire to continue education. As soon as I was able to get out, I was out, I was done. Uh, and my boys were the same way. 
they no desire. They did not want to go to college. They were like, oh no, are you more of this? No. So they, <laughs> that's the way it was. And they, so they struggled and, you know, um, you know, I hear I, two of the boys had IEPs and that was, gosh, the, the those IEP meetings were uh, horrible. Uh, it, you know, you're going there. It's like, you're, you feel like you're okay. Get arm up, get ready to do battle because you know, you're, it's, it's going to be a fight over little silly things. And so it was because of that. And I had talked to, talked to my sons beforehand. I said, you know, I said, I want to try a little thing. And I told him, I said, I gave him a day. I said, I want you guys to think about, I'm going to ask you tomorrow. Think about all your teachers you've had throughout grade school, middle school, high school. And I want you to come up with the ones that were good, not just okay. Like they went through the motions, but where you felt like they made a difference for you. You felt like you had an impact from them in a positive way. And that you, when you think of them, you're like, you, you just get, you, it fills you with good feelings. Yeah. And, stuff. Be, and I did it for myself too. Between the four of us, my three boys and myself, we filled up one hand and that was it. Whoa. That was crazy to me. I'm like, how? Because wow. and I was like, Man, I was, I was and at first I thought, am I just not judging it correctly? So I had to re-examine my own. I'm like, no. And I actually, in a way, felt like I was actually giving maybe a little more credit to, <laughs> to one that I should, because I felt like I need to put somebody on this list. <laughs> right? it, it was funny because we just didn't, we just didn't have that. I was like, that's what's missing is that connection, like that teacher that you felt really cared mm. about you. And uh, it made a difference. Like they encouraged you. They, they inspired you. They made like, they made it exciting for you to go to school every day, uh, just because of who they were. And, wow. and that's what I saw. And I know some people do get that. So, you know, I, uh, you know, but my experience is not necessarily everybody else's, but, um, obviously there's not, there wasn't enough of that. And so right. that's what inspired me to go to school. Uh, like I said, get the dual major in, uh, elementary education, a special education, because I was going to go in and make a difference right from the inside. It was my original thought. Yes. I kind of veered from there, uh, realizing that, uh, well, my sister helped me out with that. I said, no, you won't. <laughs> she said, no, you're going to hate it and you won't last there. They'll get rid of you. Uh, and so I kind of stumbled in on doing uh, some STEM programs. And then eventually for a homeschool audience, and once I, once I started interacting with the home, those homeschool students and I saw the difference in the way they interacted with each other, um, including like that age gap difference, you know, which was, it was like, oh, no, this totally works. Because even I had that mentality drilled into my head that they were, that they had to be different. There was no class system. The fourth graders didn't care that, they, that there was a second grader in the class and the eighth graders didn't care that there was a fourth grader in the class. It was, it was, there was none of that, oh, you're a higher grade, you're better than me, or you're a lower grade, you're less than me. They were all, we're all just students and we're all here to learn and have fun. That's what it was about. It changed my thinking and I was like, I'm all in, let's do it. Yeah, you know, I have to admit, I'm, I'm a public school teacher and I remember um, meeting for the first time a homeschool student coming into my class um, at high school. And I remember thinking, wow, this student knows how to ask really great questions. 
This student sits up differently. This student is super engaging. This student actually talks to me. <laughs> like, I remember just what thinking like, wow, who, like, he was like a normal, what, like what we envision as a normal student. And I'm not saying that there's not students in the public school system who don't do that, but they are far few in between where they're not the majority. They're, that the, the, the environment doesn't foster that. Out it of doesn't. Them. No, no. The, the environment totally doesn't foster that. In fact, it fosters, um, you know, it's like a, it's like teachers against students kind of thing. It's like, you know, so I really appreciated that. And every homeschool student I had that came into my classroom, um, I was like stoked when they came in. I was like, yes, I'm actually going to have like a student who really wants to learn. <laughs> so I just remember thinking that. But um, yeah, so when you started doing your, um, so how did you start getting into Include Education? I actually like your name, Include Education. I started looking at a little bit more and included and then education was that on purpose like yes yeah because it to, to me it was um uh I, I wanted it to reflect that we anybody can have should have access to uh stem programs and well just a good fun education and so every should no one should feel like they uh, excluded from uh being able to participate in those things and so i really wanted to make it inclusive uh, especially for uh, for kids who may have special needs or IEPs. Mm. And so, yes, come join us because you're going to fit right in. And my students, they don't care. They just want, they want more, more kids to be in the class and having fun with, and they'll work with you. Um, th that's, a, that's another one I've, I've just really noticed in having such um, a variety of students in the class. I can have a student that may be on the spectrum, for instance, um, but is really excited about being in a robotics class, um, but may not know how to socially interact as well with, with their peers. And those other students, like almost like they realize, hey, you know what? We're, this, this other student needs a friend. And so, yeah, hey, you can partner with me, be my partner. And you, you start seeing that, these, uh, that this child has, uh, is on the spectrum, who may have been excluded from stuff in the past now all of a sudden is finding a new confidence and they are participating and in many cases becoming a a, a leader uh, within the classroom um i i think of one student in particular you know i won't, won't say his name but he had taken the um the robotics program two semesters in a row and the first semester he was very you know kind of shy standoffish you know and um, and stuff, his mom come in and check on him, you know, quite a bit, make sure everything's going okay and stuff. Um, and by the end of the semester, he was, he was just in it. And second semester, he went again and we're doing may, many of the same things, but he had this confidence that now another student's coming in, let me show you. And he, so he oh, was wow. showing and stuff. And to see that growth, it was just so fantastic. Wow. Um, the students are part of it too. And so really just have everybody can uh, participate and, and stuff. That's what it was all about. That's beautiful. So what I'm, what I'm hearing is that your students come in one way and leave another way and that a lot of them 
it sounds like to me have those leadership qualities like the, it's almost like fostered within the way your program works since it's so hands-on and they are collaborating so much with collaboration i i'm i'm actually a stem teacher so i teach biology chemistry and physics so it's like i know the necessity and the it's it's a vital collaboration that's just that you need that in this in this but like i said i've I've seen it with homeschool kids where they just interact beautifully so how did you get how did you actually start well originally because uh because i was going to school uh and i figured uh you know okay you know i'm going to be teaching in a classroom uh let me go and start getting some practical classroom experience so i had started uh doing some uh after school programs with the it was a local company that just did after school STEM programs, you know, very simple um, and stuff. And I was like, well, you know what, I'll, I'll give that a try. So I got, you know, part-time job, could work around my school schedule. And so I started doing these programs and realized, you know, well, one, that I was good at it, which I didn't, I, which I wasn't sure of at first. I was like, well, I'm going to teach video game design, what, robotics. I've never done this before, but uh, it was, it, once I started doing it, I'm like, this is fun. Like I was, yeah, I was having a great time with it. And so we, you know, was doing this, uh, doing these programs and it was fun, having a great time. And they, they, they told me, they said, look, we're going to, we have this group. They meet at a church, it's homeschoolers and they want some of the programs there. Um, our stuff, their stuff really wasn't set up for like six weeks tops. Usually it was their, their thing, six classes basically. Um, and I said, but this is gonna be 16 weeks. Do you think you could do something with this? And I'm like, well, sure. You know, I said, so. I'm sitting there now looking at, you know, what, what, you know, what am I going to do for 16 weeks? We, you know, extend it out. What can I add to this? So basically my first foray into actually developing curriculum for children, wow. for we could, so I could do this. I get there and the first week, <clears throat> this is when kids, they don't, they don't even know each other yet, or, I mean, they, some of them do, but it's the first day of classes. So it's not like they've been going the whole time. And the, even then, this the difference between where I was doing the after-school programs at the traditional public school versus here. I was like, okay, this is this is different. The parents are 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 there. They're involved. They're there. The whole you know hanging out. I mean, some would drop them off, but some would pick them. You know, some it's others, and the parents were watching each other's kids and stuff. It was like this cooperative effort. I'm like, I was so curious. I'm like, okay, so I kind of hung around after the classes, you know, and just kind of absorbing it. And talking to people and in my I guess in my mind maybe I was thinking it was just some anomaly like you know <laughs> second week and after the second week and seeing you know it was another week of doing the after school programs and then going back to it and I'm like oh my gosh it clicked I'm like this is where education can change this is where it could change and I and in my mind I'm like I'm all in I love all in. It. I'm, I'm doing this and that's when I started, like, so I had started, you know, started my own company and, uh, uh, and stuff. And then ultimately then ended up purchasing the company I had been working for as well um, and stuff. But once, um, you know, w- once I started going and, uh, you know, and being able to like now, like, oh, okay, I can now have freedom to do what I want to do in the classroom. That's when things just really started taking off. And after our I had started. Uh, I had started in uh, April of 2018 is when I originally started the company, and uh, you know did uh, it was kind of end of the semester, finished out this you know finished out the semester, but then did a few summer camps, 
And then for the fall semester, just starting, just based on what I was doing previously, just a little bit, um, all of a sudden, 400 plus enrollments for the fall. Wow. Like, like oh my gosh. So at that point, <laughs> it was like, okay, I need to find, find instructors and stuff. And my first criteria for them was I needed to see that they had a personality. They had to have that dynamic type personality that they would be able to present the material. I'm like, I can teach them the material because I knew that because I learned it. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah. 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 So I'm like, I could teach them how to teach robotics, if, but I can't teach them how to have that presence in the classroom. Right. I can help foster it, but they've got to have that something there. Um, and that's where we went with it. So we had, you know, this, this awesome, diverse collection of instructors who were adding their own, you know, twist on things and things just grew from there. And yeah, we were off running and it's just been, uh, just been the most fantastic thing. So now how long have you guys been open? So, uh, since what, April, 2018. So, uh, oh, just uh, over four years now. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So within the first year, actually not even the first year, the first few, like first six, seven months, you got 400 enrolled. Yes. What do you exactly. think? Yeah. What do you think was the, um, the, the catalyst for that? Like, uh, well, I think right then it was that, uh, there while there were some people who were uh, teaching STEM-related classes at some of the campuses, and they were passionate about them, um, uh, my own style is I'm very much uh, an entertainer. Um, I kind of over those first, you know, doing those after-school programs, started developing. Uh, you know, I was with my Mr. James, and so, but Mr. James started becoming a character that allowed me to do things that, that I may not have originally thought I was going to be able to do. Um, I realized <laughs> like, I was like, I've been kind of doing this all along, having this other persona, even in sales, like, you know, before I get in with a client. Okay. So I said, all right, now I'm a, I'm a little a version of myself going in there. And I started doing that in the classroom and Mr. James just became this, this character. So even before I get out of the car, I'm sitting there like, okay, in my head, I just like this thing, I, you know, I'm like, all right, I'm here. We're going to have a great time. Let's get, so as soon as I'm getting out of the car, like I'm Mr. James and we're, we're going to have a great time. So it becomes a bit of a character, but it's just yeah. portions of my personality turned up Yeah, um, and, and the, and the ones that the parts that are shy or, you know, get embarrassed, those get turned way down. Mr. James, <laughs> <isn't embarrassed. laughs> it could be in there. I could be silly. I can, you know, just getting those little looks. Sometimes the you know, the kids will say something. I turn up get give them an eyebrow like, yes. and and the, they'll kind of chuckle and the, so they'll say it again like the, those things were like they all of a sudden they come up with something like wow like that was that was really good what you just said you know they'll be like and they feel proud like because they got that reaction type of thing and so uh, I so I think it was that way I present and in a way being in front of a classroom you're performing yeah and that was that was it and so I think be, the, the way the kids were responding to it, the parents would see it um, because I also didn't, I, I, I immediately got over the idea of being embarrassed or acting different if the, if a parent was in the room. I was like, no, I don't care. Parents could come in, come see what's happening in my classroom. We're having fun, you know, and just, uh, you know, they're there. Hey, how's it going? And then just, you know, that's it. Like, I'm not changing the way I'm doing it because a parent walked in. I'm not getting self-conscious or anything like that. Um, I'm just going for it. And I, I think they started seeing that. And so people, 
Well, at the homeschool community, they talk. <laughs> so that's what they do. Uh, if you're doing something right, they're going to say, they're going to talk about it. If you're not, they're going to talk about it. <laughs> I think it's great though, because there is that accountability there. You know, yeah. I, I've got to, I'm on my A game all the time because yeah. they're going to, you know, if I, if I'm not doing the right thing for the students, they're going to know. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. There's a really strong community within the homeschooling um, arena and it, it is beautiful and, and it is very, like you said, cooperative. Um, yeah. So what you, so you said you teach STEM, so that's science, technology, engineering, and math, right? So you talk a lot about robotics. What, what are some other things that, what other subjects or topics that you do in the class? And I have watched your videos and you are a lot of fun <laughs> to watch. <laughs> so why don't you tell our listeners, like, what are some other things that you, you also teach in the classroom? Uh, so, you know, like I said, robotics, we do robotics. I love robotics. It's, it's a fun one. And uh, I love giving, giving the kids challenges. Um, we do video game design. So with that one, they're creating a video game from start to finish. Uh, wow. So they will design all of the characters, the items, the backgrounds, anything that's in the video game, they are creating using that's pixel amazing. art and they do all the programming. It's all wow. Yeah. If then programming conditions uh, and they go all the way through by the end of the class, they get to keep, they complete a video game. They get to keep their game and everybody else's game that's in the class because that's getting them to cooperate because then they want, they want 12 amazing video games, not just their one. So they want to, they help each other to like, oh, giving suggestions. Oh, that's, they, you know, and it's so supportive of the designs and stuff. It's really cool. Uh, so that's another one. I really love that. Uh, but we do uh, hands-on uh, science experiments. So we're learning about acids and bases and what happens when you combine them. Uh, we're doing engineering classes. So, uh, you know, we get into, you know, bottle rockets and we're talking, you know, about how, these components can work and, and technology and even getting into the advancement of technology and how that's happened over time and how they're going to be the next ones, you know, in the future where we're going to be like, oh my gosh, we never would have imagined this. Right. And they're the ones creating it. Uh, we do um, uh, Lego challenge classes. So uh, they, they work in teams and, uh, you know, they get challenges. Uh, I did a cool one today where they're pulling uh, every four minutes, they had to pull a, a word out of the hat and incorporate that into their bill. It's a random word, but now every four minutes, so like the pressure's on. They're like, oh my gosh, I'll say, hey, one minute left. Oh my gosh. And they're quickly building their, but they're such teamwork with them. They're working together. It's amazing. Um, and the excitement there. Uh, but we even have uh, 3D printing classes. We have wow. Photoshop. We're doing uh, Minecraft programming classes. Um, so many different things. And a lot of it's my, I'll get my instructors who are, they have their own passions. Um, you know, some of them may be more, you know, in more of an, uh, an art type teacher, like, okay, well, what, what can we do to incorporate that into what we're doing and have that, you know, uh, be there in the lesson involved in that. And so we do that. Be, it, I'm not, I'm not, uh, handcuffed to a particular curriculum. Um, and we can shift in the middle of a semester. If the students are showing more of an interest towards one thing, oh, let's let them lead the way. Yeah. We'll, let's go. We'll, we'll, you know, um, uh, I did a class one time on uh, forensic science. We were talking about, you know, solving crimes, you know, fingerprint analysis and how reliable is that? What 
what does that tell us if there's fingerprints there? Does that tell us who did it? Or does it just tell us who was there? You know, that kind of stuff. Wow. Um, and so we do that and we talk about that and we talk about, you know, uh, eyewitness testimony. How is that? We do little exercises and that are fun. And they realize at the end, hmm, maybe that eyewitness testimony wasn't quite as accurate as I thought it would be um, and stuff. And, but there was one class that I mean, it was going to be at one, you know, one week, one class that we were doing that with and we were moving on, but no, these kids, they were uh, most of them more middle school age. They, they were asking questions and they were like, well, we want more. I'm like, you want more of this? Yeah. Okay. Next week, we're going to continue on and we're going to make, you know, we're going to do more. And we did, and they were so into it because why not? I don't have, you know, it, it was nice that I had the freedom that um, I don't have someone sitting there saying, okay, what do you, you know, well, you're supposed to be teaching this at this exact time and you have to move on to this, whether they're ready to go or not. Uh, I'm going to do it fitting the class. And it's amazing to be able to do that. I love it. I love that. This, wow, that, that, that's so dynamic. Um, my goodness, you teach so much. Shoot. I want to take your class. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 there's, there's sometimes where you know, the students want to know something. And I mean, I, I'm not, a, I'm not a scientist, but I teach science. But, so they'll want to know something. And I'm like, Oh, I better learn this. So I do my research and okay, cool. What can we do with this? You know, to, you know, in a hands-on way and show them stuff. So we come up with some, some really cool stuff. And I mean, I really just, I have to give it to my instructors too. They are amazing and bring their own talents That's to awesome. it. Um, they'll do something I'm like, Ooh, what, what did you do? And, and they'll say, yeah, we did this. It was so cool. Oh, well, let's show it to the rest of us, you know, and stuff. And that way we could, we all incorporate it in there. Um, whatever's going to be, you know, or we can do something that's going to make, uh, learning fun. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. And science should be fun. Honestly, like a lot of times my students will come in and they're like, Oh, I dread biology. I'm like, well, biology is amazing. You know, like and I, I'm teaching physics right now and you know, I, you, you, you try to make it as exciting as possible. I mean, I teach online, so it's a little, it's a little bit challenging, but a lot of my students are, they're, they're getting really excited about, you know, what they're learning and what they're doing. So I, a lot of kudos to you. How can people find you? Uh, everything's on, on the website. So includeeducation.com, uh, the words include and education form one word with only one E in the middle. Uh, so include education. Uh You've been listening to the Homeschool Advantage podcast, where you get the scoop on all the latest vendors that fit your lifestyle. Thanks for listening. Also, follow me wherever you listen to your podcast to stay up to date on the next episode. You can also visit my website where the episodes will be and for my free lesson plan course, which can help you if you have different vendors and you're wondering, how do I make them all flow together? Let me help you with that. And if you're a vendor and you think you would like to be on the podcast, send me an email, realedtalk at gmail.com. Leave me your name, contact, website, and I'll get back to you. Thanks for stopping in with me and I'll see you on the next time. Mm -hmm.